You're listening to Tech Talk Central. Um, so I'm here with Nasus Katamanis. He's VP of Engineering at Behavioral Signals. But before that, he was a researcher for many years, and I do actually know that his dream was to actually become a businessman. <laughs> so just to start from the beginning, so where were you? Where, where do you do your research? Where did you start? And uh, then you'll just go on to what you're doing now. Well, um, I have been in uh, research in uh, speech technologies for some time now. Uh, it, it all started, I think, uh, it was uh, around 2000 at ILSP at Athena now. Uh, so I started there looking into, into things that had to do with uh, speech synthesis originally and then um, moved uh, towards uh, other uh, speech technologies as well, like speech recognition later on. So that was the inspiration for me to to go even deeper in that, into that area, uh, starting from uh, that first experience at ILSP and really seeing how speech technologies help and um, can bring benefits to like uh, other types of applications and uh, uh, daily life experiences. Uh, so, uh, and I started my PhD at the National Technical University of Athens uh, a few years later and. That was uh, in speech, and after that, uh, moved to um, uh, California, the University of Southern California there, and continued uh, work in uh, uh, applying and uh, developing uh, speech technologies for uh, particularly applications that had to do with uh, behaviors and behavior recognition and um, uh, things that uh, are closer to our daily interactions, I would say, after all. Um, moved back to Greece after a few years and then uh, continued as a researcher at Athena there, again in the same uh, area, more or less. Um, there has been a lot of, um, uh, there have been a lot of developments uh, recently in speech technologies worldwide, so uh, it, it is really exciting to really work in this domain and try to uh, develop all these even further, combine these um, these first uh, achievements with the first uh, research outcomes with uh, uh, other uh, developments in machine learning, artificial intelligence, and, and really uh, see new application domains as well. After mm -hmm. all, so this is what we were doing at Athena, and this is what I continue <laughs> doing at the at the company I'm working for now at this point. Yeah. So um, Behavioral Signals is a startup, and uh, I know you collaborated with a few guys from the University of Southern California. Um, you, obviously, you can mention, I think some of them are professors there, or, mm -hmm. but uh, w what is it all about? What's Behavioral Signals? Behavioral Signals. So um, Behavioral Signals is a company at this point um, with the vision to really to use uh, technology, artificial intelligence, and all the latest developments in uh, research in, uh, in the area of uh, emotion recognition, behavioral analysis, and uh, uh, behavioral understanding to improve uh, interpersonal uh, communications, to improve how people really communicate, how people feel, and how people react in certain difficult situations. An example would an example would be, for example, uh, an example would be for uh, um, imagine a job candidate uh, really preparing for a particular job interview, and he wants really to see 
how his um, emotions uh, um, uh, are expressed throughout the interview and he wants to train himself essentially to be more robust <laughs> or um, in this in the difficult case of a job interview for example so what our technology can do is really help him understand how how his emotions are expressed uh, through his voice and um, give him uh, suggestions advice on you know <laughs> how he can improve and yeah. how he can do things better etc by playing the devil's advocate yes. now i think it's also the other side uh, the person who's taking the interview to understand uh, maybe things he's not saying verbally that he's feeling is that is have i got that it's right no, it's not the devil's advocate it's uh, <laughs> we we've got both sides <laughs> you're covering both sides exactly exactly so there is a uh, a lot of interest in really uh, applying this technology uh, in both sides. So for both sides, uh, both for the interviewee and the interviewer, the interviewer in this case, because we we're just following we're just following this particular example. It's just an example, but for the interviewer in this case, would like to to have a summary of the interview and later on to see a behavioral profile of the interviewee, a standardized way, have a standardized way really to evaluate employees, potential candidates at least. And then um, uh, probably have a certain uh, you know, specific scorecard, after all, uh, mm -hmm. along which you can have like specific uh, suggestions for, for a certain uh, employee. And this is, this is just one example. This mm -hmm. is uh, like job interviews. We can, you can see, we can see this. Uh, uh, sorry about that. Yeah, yeah, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, um, yeah, we can talk about other application domains. Maybe, so maybe yeah. uh, as I listen to it um, and as I'm hearing it, um, one thing that might, you know, if you hear somebody who gets really angry really easily and you're the person who's surveying, looking at, at him and you're in a call center, for example, that might, you know, you might put him in different kind of phone calls so he can react better or uh, control his feelings much better. So, you know, if somebody gets, you know, gets angry all the time so it's maybe it's better he deals with softer customers so I'm guessing this is kind of the things that can actually help somebody who's on the call center side yes uh, yeah that's the other side as we were as we mentioned so uh, as you said like um, uh, with this technology the, um, the person or at a professional setting the agent can track his emotions and uh, really even um, uh, provide this information to other people around him so that uh, you know he can justify probably the need for a break because mm -hmm. uh, things have been very hard uh -huh. uh, since earlier that morning. He had a few difficult calls, for example. Or um, uh, it, at a deeper level, you can imagine that even uh, just uh, the technology really uh, routing uh, specific customers to specific agents based on their uh, emotional uh, matchmaking exactly. proper matchmaking <laughs> exactly so i i understand you're using artificial intelligence machine learning so uh because behavior analytics is it's not just recognizing emotions and it's interpreting them mm -hmm. to have a specific meaning mm -hmm. and obviously health comes to my mind and other verticals mm -hmm. so i would really love to see this maybe one day in mental uh, health cases or cases where yeah. suicide might be imminent, or it's recognizing things like that. It's very, it's very interesting that you brought this up. It's, uh, it's uh, that's the area where it all started, uh, I would say. So uh, in 2009, while working at USC, and uh, 
Actually, I, I went there at the University of Southern California for, the, for this purpose to work on a particular project we we internally named then like behavioral signal processing. Mm -hmm. This later on became uh, uh, like behavioral informatics and behavioral uh, artificial intelligence. The idea there was to work on um, uh, recorded uh, video sessions from uh, uh, couples therapy problem solving sessions as, as we would call them then. So the idea there was that uh, we had uh, a lots of data of uh, couples talking to each other and uh, trying to solve a particular problem. Mm -hmm. The setting was a psychologist's uh, office. And, uh, um, and the, the very nice thing about this data is that uh, afterwards they had been practically coded by psychologists. I mean, just uh, psychologists had uh, uh, assessed particular behaviors and... Uh, um, behavioral events in these uh, sessions. For example, how was the husband blaming, or how how blaming he was, how how ready to accept a, a suggested solution, and things like that. Mm -hmm. And what we started doing then, and that was the beginning of this behavioral uh, informatics and the behavioral signal processing uh, concept, uh, was trying to. Uh, get to the same uh, analysis and the same interpretation of behaviors by using uh, uh, machine learning and uh, extracting information from all the recorded signals that we had available, like speech, uh, video, and all these things, combine them together, model them using like appropriate and uh, as we as we have currently moved to is uh, using like deep neural networks, uh, uh, model them and be able to uh, I extract codes like uh, the agent has been the, the the husband has been angry, the wife has been sad, and things like that. So you were comparing your work. Uh, what was your the target with the psychologists? So you had a psychologist saying this yes. is this should be the outcome. Uh, the if you don't have it, you're wrong. Or that, something. that was the ground truth, as we as we call it, like the, the golden uh, reference, uh, and okay. we compared against that, and that started with couples, and then we moved on to. Uh, veterans with uh, PTSD uh -huh. and again interactions, uh, spoken interactions and uh, written interactions like emails, uh, all these things combined and then children at the spectrum uh, uh, with autism and uh, the list goes on. I mean uh, this work is uh, still in uh, progress uh, both at the company and at the University of Southern California, the group where we, we are very closely collaborating with uh, the signal analysis and interpretation laboratory there uh -huh. uh, and essentially getting all the inspiration the ideas there from the research side uh, doing the research ourselves that has to do with the productization of these mm -hmm. which is uh, an important part as well and um, making this happen after all I think there's also an IP you're very proud of the team <laughs> that they're they're very super duper f uh, I think there's how many PhDs are there on, the, on your team by the way we've lost count you know <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah. uh, there are uh, there are uh, indeed uh, lots of uh, PhDs in the group but this shouldn't be like uh, overwhelming for new people <laughs> who would like to join us because uh, it just happened you know we found the right people in the right place at the right moment so we got all together and we really enjoy being together and really building this uh, uh, this uh, nice technology um, so uh, yeah there is a VIP there is a patent Mm -hmm. that the company owns and uh, is an umbrella patent on uh, emotion recognition. Uh, 
Yeah, I'm currently working on other patents as well. So okay, so uh, people got to be careful. So it's not what you say anymore; it's also how you say it. Yes. Because there's uh, companies like yours that are listening in and interpreting all the emotions <laughs> you're feeling. Um, so I heard, yeah, there's a lot of PhDs. All the scientists are in place, I guess. Um, are you looking for other kind of people uh, to join your team, and what that could be? Um, yes, so. so uh, uh, an interesting thing that uh, is k kind of different for, uh, in terms of you know uh, the way we work in the end in this company, something that would be probably appealing for lots of people as well is that we are working uh, remotely at this point. So uh, we are uh, the, the uh, lots of most of the people are in Greece, but in various places mm -hmm. uh, in Greece, like uh, Crete, uh, Salonika, well, Athens, Cyprus, and then. We have people in uh, Los Angeles and uh, Texas, so um, we're all over the place. And then uh, the that and that has uh, allowed us essentially to bring very good people in. Uh, we are not really looking particularly in a specific city or something. So, so we continue to do that, and we are looking now for uh, like more people that w could help us with uh, the engineering part. Um, uh, really engineering the platform, we currently have an uh, application interface, an API uh, one can access and uh, really ask for the emotions in a particular audio recording, for example. Uh, but also, um, uh, we would also like people to with us uh, working in uh, psychology uh, mm. or uh, um, uh, data analysis uh, in general because we have uh, like lots of data coming in and uh, really uh, bringing them all these and making the best of them uh, is a continuous challenge that we are facing and we are uh, we want like the best that we can have there mm -hmm. it's very important and yeah so okay so proving that you can work from a distance makes sense with your startup it's all about voice and voice can travel anywhere in the world where the body actually can't so that was Nasus Katsamanis VP of engineering at behavioral signals um, thank you Nas, for being with us thank you thank you for having me I hope you analyzed this podcast after we finished <laughs> I did I, I did, think we course. were very we were very happy all along <laughs> <laughs> so this was Vicky Kolovu for Tech Talk Central see you for now bye You're listening to Tech Talk Central.